It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you, the Locked on Redskins podcast. And in case you're unaware, you probably aren't, but the Redskins have been eliminated from the 2019 playoffs with a 20 to 15 loss to the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field on Sunday afternoon. It was a valiant, gutty effort by Dwayne Haskins, by the defense, by the Redskins as a whole. For the final three quarters, it was an absolute no-show in the first quarter. And that's what ultimately got them in the end. If football games were 45 minutes, the Redskins would be 4-9 and nine and still alive for at least one more day in the playoff chase. But this just in, football games are 60-minute games. And for the third time in four weeks, the Redskins found themselves down double digits in the first quarter. It was a 10-0 early on to the New York Jets, who went right down the field out of the bye and carved them up. It was 14-0 Carolina in the first quarter on the first two drives. Kyle Allen just carving them up. And then all of a sudden, the Redskins defense woke up. It was 14-0 Green Bay just at the end of one quarter. Score, with about 35 seconds or so left, a couple of short possessions for the Green Bay Packers, one of 50, one of 57 yards, field position, sacks, um, all sorts of problems for the Redskins on offense, leading to those points on the defense. So it's not really fair to solely blame the defense, but the defense wasn't good. The coverage was awful. They allowed a backup tight end to run free and open for a 12-yard touchdown pass, uh, Tanyan, who's nobody has ever heard of, from Aaron Rodgers. They made it way too easy. And the Redskins were down 14 to nothing before they even knew what hit them, before they even were in the game. Now, maybe that's a little bit of hyperbole, but the Redskins seemingly, for three out of the last four weeks, have said... Oh, our game starts at 135, not 105, right? I mean, that's the only way you can explain it, right? Because after the first quarter, after they get down multiple uh, double-digit points, outside of the Jets game, the last two weeks, they've suddenly woken up. They've suddenly said, oh, we're supposed to play defense. Oh, we're supposed to, like, be playing football. Oh, we're supposed to be here. You mean, wait, we we can go toe-to-toe with this team? Yeah, that's the scary part. The Redskins for three quarters today were the better football team, largely, over the Green Bay Packers. If you take away, and you can't, that 14-0 lead, over the final 45 minutes, the Redskins outscored the Packers 
15 to 6. Not much better, not significantly better, but better. That's more than one score. <laughs> you know? I mean, it is. So the bottom line is this. Um, the Redskins are not built, as we all know, with no passing offense at all to speak of, none at all. Um, the worst pass offense in the NFL, and we'll get to that in a sec. The Redskins are not built to c- come back from 10 nothing deficits, 14 nothing deficits. The only good thing about it, Jets game aside, when they were down ultimately 34-3, the only good thing about it is that it's just the first quarter. And again, you you have then the rest of the game to recover. The problem is, when you have no passing offense, when you don't really have a whole lot of creativity, when you don't have what the San Francisco 49ers showed on Sunday against a pretty good team, a pretty good defense on the road, down big time, to the New Orleans Saints on their home field in New Orleans. The San Francisco 49ers completed an epic comeback. Uh, Listen, they weren't down that much, but on the road, they were down 27 to 14. 13 points in New Orleans. I don't care how good you are. uh, Pretty big comeback, right? But the reason why the 49ers pulled off that comeback, a couple of trick plays, a couple of exotic formations, the loop around curl behind Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback and the running backs for the end around reverse action, jet sweep type action, but not the jet sweep down the line of scrimmage. We're talking about the looping arc jet sweep behind the quarterback and the running back. That's how they got a couple of their big plays, including a end-around fake uh, touchdown pass from Emmanuel Sanders to Raheem Mostert, and how they got one of their runs for a touchdown. I think that was the second Mostert touchdown for 10 yards right up the middle. That gave them the lead, a lead that you know they would relinquish temporarily, but they just kept going and going and going and going and going, and then they made a defensive play. Solid special teams. They run the football really, really well. Oh, and by the way, they racked up 516 yards against that. And this is with 10 penalties. Only 28 minutes and a half, 28 and a half minutes worth of time of possession. All that. By far, not a great, great, great game. But they ran for 162. They passed for 354. I mean, they were down. Uh, The difference is Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback right now. 26 of 35, 349. He continues to get better and better and better every week after the ACL last year, after the slow start. The Redskins could never do that. Never. I mean, sure, they were down 14 to nothing last week. And I shouldn't say never because they were down 14 to nothing last week. But never against a good team, I should say, on the road and a good quarterback like Drew Brees. It's one thing to beat Carolina and Kyle Allen. It's another thing to do that against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. And that's what the Redskins were pressed into doing because they didn't show up for the first quarter. 
too many coverage busts. I mean, Landon Collins was not good in coverage. Monte Nicholson was not good in coverage. Fabian Moreau was not good in coverage. Uh, the Redskins secondary, which statistically has been pretty good this year, despite allowing some big plays, and therefore their yards per play passing is much higher than their, say, yards per game. And despite having some big coverage gaffes on third down, a couple of them in today's game or Sunday's game, depending on when you're listening, the the Redskins secondary was, you know, has been largely okay this year. Today, Sunday, they had some big gaffes. They had some big problems. And again, I just named some of the guilty parties. Now, maybe I'm being too tough. Uh, I'll 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 think differently maybe when I go back and watch, but that's how I'm feeling as I record this on Sunday night. The Redskins lose. The Redskins are eliminated. It's on to 2020. We'll come back. We'll give you the numbers from this 20 to 15 loss. We'll go inside the numbers, and then we'll touch on something that you know I've been told by multiple sources. After the game, before the game, how the temperature of the team is. Uh, Let's just put it this way. It's not the frozen tundra part that you might be expecting at Lambeau Field in more ways than one. We'll do that next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. Make sure you follow the podcast at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, also at Locked on NFL Net. You can follow me individually on Twitter at WrestleMania621, at WrestleMania621, as well, si.com slash NFL slash Redskins. Make sure you download our Google Redskins reports, our Google News Redskins reports, Monday through Friday, usually in the late afternoon. Also, if you're a Spotify listener to the Locked on Redskins podcast, use Spotify Wrapped to show us your top Locked on podcasts for the year. Take a screenshot, tag us at Locked On Live, at Locked On Live, and also include me at WrestleMania621 or at Locked Redskins, at WrestleMania621 or at Locked Redskins on Twitter, and we'll share and retweet. Again, if you're a Spotify listener, uh, use Spotify Wrapped. And away we go, right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days that you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, fellas. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. They're chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from a little more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, so we're back right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. So let's go inside the numbers in this 20-15 to 15 loss to the Green Bay Packers. Dwayne Haskins, 16-27, of 27, 170 yards, a touchdown, and a pick, a 74-6 rating. Listen, he wasn't healthy. He was hobbled from the third sack on. Preston Smith sacked him, uh, fell on his ankle, nothing dirty, nothing uh, illegal, anything like that. Just, you know, one of those freaky plays. Uh, and he was hobbling around. He really couldn't get good footing. His mechanics appeared to be a little bit off. Some of his throws, tra- you know, w- w- sailed. Not in great spots. Um, the interception that he threw at the end of the first half to Adrian Amos, not good. Uh, underthrown, cut off near the far sideline on a deep out, maybe a deep corner. Some of the throws again, not very good from Dwayne Haskins. He made, in my opinion, two really good throws in this game. Uh, a third and, I want to say, third team to a wide-open Kelvin Harmon, who caught it, was, again, wide open in the middle of the field, and brought it down to the two-yard line. Next play, Adrian Peterson, boom, in, two-yard touchdown. The extra point, uh, two-point conversion. I'm sorry, the extra point failed. Uh, that was, you know, kind of a costly one, as it turns out. But an 11-play, 95-yard drive. In five minutes and 46 seconds, good work there. Uh, After the Redskins finally got the run game going uh, on that drive, they stayed committed to it. They were down 14 to nothing. They knew that was largely their only shot of getting back into the game. When everybody tells you that you can't run, the Redskins say, oh, yeah, really? We can. And they did. They weren't great. 76 yards for Adrian Peterson on the day on 26 carries. That's less than a four-yard uh, per carry average, it's actually 3.9. Darius Geis, sprained MCL. We don't know what grade. We don't know how bad. One is the lowest or less severe. Three is the highest. I don't think you're going to see Darius Geis the rest of the year, or at least I'd be surprised that you're going to see Darius Geis for the rest of the year. And if that's the case, Darius Geis will have missed Eight games in the first half of the season after playing in week one. Then he returned for the Jets, the Lions, the Panthers, and the Packers. Missed half of the Packers game. So three and a half games. Basically, when you combine, you know, what he did in Philadelphia, basically right around four full games on the year and will have missed basically parts of 12 full games or almost the total of 12 full games, along with all 16 last year. That's not good. Uh, He's a tough kid. He's a dynamic talent. I have no idea how he's ever going to stay healthy when he's been this injured in two years. Again, Tom Pelissero reporting the preliminary belief on Sunday night is that Darius Geis has a MCL injury. Again, we don't know what level. We don't know if that's official. MRI, I'm sure, on Monday morning slash Monday afternoon. I'm sure Bill Callahan will say he has no update on Monday, and then the Redskins will mysteriously announce it 
or leak it to the media, the national media, because why would they want to help out the local media that covers their team nonstop? But anyway, uh, whatever. Um, the bottom line is this. The bottom line is this. Darius Guy's probably not going to play again this year. And that's a shame. He had five carries, 42 yards, including the carry that he got hurt on, 23 yards. And we never saw him again. Um, you know, that's a, uh, it's, it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame is all I can say. Uh, so Terry McLaurin had seven targets, four catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. The touchdown was a circus catch, one-handed, sprawled out, uh, climbing the ladder in the back of the end zone. Just good stuff. Just good stuff right there. Um, Chris Thompson, eight targets, seven receptions. Good to see, 43 yards. Did get beat for a sack on pass protection. That wasn't good. But Chris Thompson's starting to look like Chris Thompson. Steven Sims Jr., seven targets, four catches, 40 yards. Almost had another big one was involved in a reversed turnover on the touchdown drive that we were mentioning to Adrian Peterson in which he never caught it, and that was actually a good thing because otherwise it would have been a turnover and the Redskins wouldn't have scored. Kelvin Harmon, four targets, only one catch, the catch that we were talking about, 30 yards. So the Redskins, as a team, looked like this, 18 first downs. Green Bay had 18 first downs. Redskins on third down, look, they're the, one of the worst third down offenses in the history of mankind. Uh, four of 11 on third down, I, it's not bad for them. Five of 13 only for Green Bay. The Redskins defense doing a good job after those uh, first two touchdowns on the first three drives. 262 net yards for the Redskins, 341 for the Green Bay Packers. One play difference, 59 for the Redskins, 60 for the Green Bay Packers. So that was about... Uh, normal or different. The difference, really, in this one was Aaron Jones. Uh, he was great. He had almost 200 combined yards. Seven targets, six catches, 58 yards, uh, and as well, uh, running the football, 134 yards and 16 carries. The Redskins' run defense continues to be a, a disappointment. I, I have no idea why they continue to struggle so much in that area with Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne and Matt Ioannidis. And I, I know Reuben Foster's not there. I got it. I understand they're starting a couple of rookies. I got it. But, they, boy, their run defense still stinks. And to that point, 174 net rushing yards for Green Bay, 121 uh, for the Redskins, 167 net passing yards, 141 for the Redskins. A bunch of those passing yards coming on the final drive, an eight-play 75-yard drive over 117 where the Packers weren't playing hardcore defense. Listen, it counts, but don't read too much into that. Again, 75 of their offensive yards came with – an 11-point lead. Yes, the game was still in somewhat reach, yes. But very different context. Very different context. Uh, punt, six, average of 44 for the Redskins, four. Average of 40.3 for the Green Bay Packers. Penalties, three for the Redskins, 25. Morgan Moses had a big hold that wiped out a good first-down run from Adrian Peterson. Bill Callahan made mention of that in his post-game press conference. A five for 34 for the Green Bay Packers. Time of possession, the Green Bay Packers 30-24, Redskins 29-36, so they lose it, but only slightly. That's not too bad 
uh, for Washington. Field goals one of one for Washington, two of two for Green Bay. We mentioned the 0 for 1, uh, I should say the extra point missed by Dustin Hopkins. That was a crucial one because the Redskins ultimately had to go for two. On the Adrian Peterson um, touchdown, the kick failed. So again, that made it 14-6, but ultimately they had to go for two after the Terry McLaurin 13-yard touchdown pass late because they were down 20-15. to The two would have made it 20-17. to If they had kicked the extra point and made the extra point earlier, it would have been 20-16, to and then the extra point, assuming that they made it, would have made it a field goal game, uh, assuming that they would have gotten the onside kick, which they didn't, but the point of the matter is that one extra point affects other decisions down the line and affects the football game and how you strategize and how you make decisions. Hopkins has been pretty good this year, so you can't kill him. It's going to happen. It's his first of the year. Real quickly on defense, Cole Holcomb led the way with seven combined tackles. Jimmy Moreland, seven combined tackles. Jonathan Allen, five combined tackles. Bostic, five. Landon Collins, four. Matt Ioannidis, three with a sack. Deron Payne, three with a sack. Ryan Anderson, two with a sack and a forced fumble. That was a big play uh, to create the turnover there. Fabian Moreau, two. Ryan Kerrigan had a tackle and a sack before hurting his calf. Uh, Nate Orchard didn't give much of anything compared to what happened last week. And again, the Redskins in coverage, not very good on those first two touchdown drives and did give up a third and 14 late. That was a two-deep look, cover two. Fabian Moreau uh, and Monte Nicholson, just big gap way late. Again, Aaron Jones just, hello, wide open on third and 14. Just can't happen. Just can't happen. You got to get off the field in that spot. Then you're talking about a totally different game. Uh, If the Green Bay Packers have to punt in that spot because they were working out of their 10-yard line, Uh, that was the backbreaker because the Redskins couldn't recover you know, fully from that, it took too much time off the clock. Uh, and ultimately, Mason Crosby made it a 20-9 to game. I mean, people that don't think that was a big deal, that was a huge deal. Because without that, it's 17-9. to And you have the football. And you're down by one score. Huge. Huge. All right. That is going to um, do it for Inside the Numbers. We'll come back with word from Green Bay on what the temperature was like. And, again, we're not talking about the field conditions. We'll explain next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I am your host, Chris Russell. I want to tell you guys real quickly about our friends at Casper. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash locked on NFL. I'm sorry, casper.com slash locked NFL slash locked NFL. And using the code locked NFL at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. If you can't visit Casper right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On Sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. Again, that's Casper.com slash LockedNFL. LockedNFL is also the code word at checkout. LockedNFL for the Casper Original Mattress. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And we're back. We finish up on the Locked On Redskins podcast. The Redskins eliminated from playoff contention. They have now missed the playoffs 22 of the last 27 years. 16 of 21 seasons under Dan Snyder ownership. And also they've missed the postseason now in eight of the 10 years under Bruce Allen, whose 10-year anniversary comes up on December 17th if he makes it to that point. Uh, I was told things were red hot after the game. People very upset. Dan Snyder very upset. Uh, Clearly his frustrations are beyond mounting with Bruce Allen and the football product and being eliminated and the way things went down, even though they were valiant and gutsy uh, in their effort. Uh, I firmly believe and have believed for the last couple of weeks uh, that there's no chance Bruce survives this. I, I don't know that for sure. Things can always change. Opinions can always be swayed. Politics can always be had. But the bottom line is, you know, there were some very high emotions from the way it was described to me uh, in Green Bay. Uh, as you would expect, again, people are not happy, nor should they be. And the the thought that, you know, the Redskins and Dan Snyder are so insulated and so unaware and so tone deaf, uh, to me, is absurd. That's, that's not the case. He's just, quite honestly, loyal, too loyal to his friend, as he was to Vinny Serrato. And... He doesn't have very good people at their jobs representing him and working for him and at the highest, most position. Um, So, you know, I I think it's coming to a point where, you know, like from what I was hearing that Bruce might retire and step aside, uh, it might be coming to a position where at some point this week, you know, there's a resignation. There's a, you know, I don't know if you retire at this point, you know, the Redskins have to create some sort of positive something heading into next year. They might look around. I don't know when the season ticket deadline is. They might look around and say, wait a second, if we fire Bruce Allen now, what kind of spike is that going to do in terms of interest, in terms of hope, in terms of uh, attention, in terms of anticipation, in terms of season tickets, all of that. They have to consider that. They have to consider it strongly. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us. As always, we'll be back with more content throughout the week. Have a great start to your week right here on LOR. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day.